All right, welcome to this week's episode of the Pecan Dandies. It's week four, podcast four. We were off last week for spring break. Sorry, we didn't get one out to you, but it's just a little late in the week. I mean, I want to punch two in one week. My name's Sam. I'm Jacob. I was thinking of you last week. You were thinking about me while you were doing No, not you, the viewers. Oh, you were thinking about the viewers. I don't care about you. You don't think you were thinking about me? I thought we had a genuine connection there for a second. How was your spring break? What did you do in PCB? I went on the beach. I went boogie boarding. Got pretty sunburned. It was a good week. Good week. I did good nothing. Week. I worked all week. Went mini golfing. Oh yeah, what'd you shoot? Uh, like twelve over. Twelve over. It's twelve over with two holes in one. Yeah. You must have had some couple rough holes. That I did. All right. So this week, um, we got a couple different topics we got to talk about. We're gonna talk about a little bit about comedy. We're gonna talk a little bit about love. We're gonna talk a little bit about some history and some celebrities. Break down our high five and end up with a nice would you rather to go solid thirty minutes for you. Um, so that we're far, we're gonna start off um, recapping our high six from two weeks ago, which was our conference champion picks. Um, now the March Madness is in full swing, so this is kind of a little. I'm not gonna really tell you about who's the hottest team right now, but um, I went two out of four that week. I only got Kentucky and Villanova right. Those are the only picks we shared. <laughs> no yeah. one else got any right, but you did pick Iowa State after your original team, Kansas, lost. Let's call it a tie, because I, I can't feel right about it. I was going to give you the win, because that was a rubber match. So I, was I don't gonna, feel right about it. All right, we'll, we'll be 1-1-1 one, one, and one overall. So we both went 2-4. and four. Um, Iowa State won the Big 12. Michigan <laughs> won the Big 10. ACC was Duke. Duke won the ACC. And then what was our last one? Again, I do not remember. Pac-12. Pac-12. Arizona. Arizona I did not pick Arizona. I picked who do you pick in Arizona? The Pac-12. Oregon. You picked Oregon. Did they get upset? They lost some of their best players, so I know that. So that wasn't that great. Okay. So first off, we're gonna talk about um, our comedians, Dave Chappelle. Long time hiatus from stand-up comedy just came back this week with a new stand-up special. Two I, new stand-up two specials. Two new stand-up specials. I have not watched them yet, so I have you watched both of them? They're fantastic. They're pretty good? Yes. I know one of them is like in yeah. Austin. Where's that? Hilarious. Austin City Limits, and then the oh, other one... ACL. That's pretty cool. The other one is uh, in L.A. Oh, yeah, in L.A. I think he's from L.A. I think he lives there, obviously. He lives in Ohio. He lives in Ohio? Yes, he does. Where? That's part of his stand-up special. He, he said he lives in a small town full of white people in Ohio. He lives in Ohio? That's yeah. insane. I would never expect that. He's Dave Chappelle. He does things different. I freaking guess so, man. I'm a little parched. Um, so we're going to break down our five favorite comedians of all time. It's not the best comedians in the world, um, but it's just our top five favorites. So I'll, I'll start us off. Number five, I have Dimitri Martin. Dimitri Martin is... He's been around the last ten years. He's more of like a one-liner. He's kind of like this This century's like... Stephen Wright and like... Uh, Mitch Hedberg, but he's a little more kind of like dorky. He's a little. More, he's like the only one-liner that's around now. All right. Like famous one-liner. All right. But he's kind of dorky though. He's very dorky. I like he's him. Got a dorky appeal. He yeah. He's got a he's got a huge schnoz. He's just kind of like uh, one of his jokes is where he was like, he <laughs> he like walks in and he's like yeah watching the barber shop and I was like just gay beetle please. My first pick is Dane Cook. No, I'm oh. kidding. I'm kidding. My first pick is, of course, because the Dave Dish Chappelle, <laughs> the Dish Chappelle specials are out. He's always been one of my favorites. 
Uh, Dave Chappelle's one of the most influential comics of early 2000s. Yeah, late, more, dude, more I mean, like late 90s, yeah. Dude is hilarious. He's one of my favorites of all time. Dave yeah. Chappelle's my first pick, not Dan Cook. Is he your first pick or is he your number, your number Dave five? Dave Chappelle is... I'm not really in an order. You're not guy. an order guy? I like the... I don't know. I'm like a very... Okay, boom, 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 boom. One, two, three, five. Um, my number four is Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman. Um... Andy Kaufman is a pretty like underrated, really underrated comedian. He was more of like a cult comedian. Uh, he, was, he was a big guy in the seventies. He was on the show Taxi, and he was like a, he was like more of like kind of like this very like he he's one of the first guys kind of like anti comedy where it was like very social experiment based. I don't know. He's insanely funny though. Apparently, yeah, he died like in the nineties, but apparently everyone thinks he's not dead. They think he's like a, it's like a joke, which would be like the cruelest joke of all. That would be cruel. Up next, speaking of dead people, Robin Williams was quite the stand-up comedian. In his he time. was. A lot of people don't realize that him and like Jim Carrey were like stand-up comedians before they were actors. Like you think some people. A lot of like, people, a lot of comedic actors have done stand-up. Yeah. But Robin Williams did it better than most. Yeah, he was. He's one of those guys who like. He. He's just so manic. Yeah, he's one of those guys I think who has like a, his his careers on both levels, acting and comedy, are both at like a. He, Pretty he does, high rated level. He does stand up the same way he, he acted, yeah. the way that he kind of just throws himself into into his comedy. Yeah, Jim Carrey does that a lot too. I should I put I should put him on this list, but I wasn't really thinking about the time. He's not that he's not that well known. He did like a couple specials, but he's more like again more of the nineties kind of guy. Um, my number three, a very popular comic who um who again hasn't really done a lot. He's done some stuff in the last couple of years, but Louis C. K. He's he's kind of regarded as one of the the best of all times with like Dave Chappelle and like Richard Pryor and stuff like that. But I think he's just really good. He's really he's a really good storyteller. He's really good at making his like depressing life really funny. But he was like my number one for a while. But apparently, did you hear about this? Apparently, he would like go to parties and like expose himself to women. Ugh. Yeah. With like without their consent. Yikes. Yeah. So like Louis. Louis C.K. moving down a little bit. Like, he's being a little bit of a perv, and I'm not okay with that. But he's my number three. All right, next on my list, I got Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt. Um, he really, he kind of fluctuates between, he does a lot of stuff. He does, like, stand-up. He does kids' shows. He's he a lot of voice, just, he there's a lot of just voice acting. His, yeah, he kind of just does his own thing. Yeah, he's like one of those guys who you're like, I've heard that voice before. And like, you're watching some weird adult cartoon show and you're I like I think he did Archer he did an episode of Archer I was like is that Patton Oswalt? he's on Weird Bay Bears yes he's he's kind of a jack of all trades yeah he does a lot of he actually he, I'm pretty sure he won an, he just won a, won a Grammy I think yeah for yeah he won a Grammy for special. his special which is really weird because he literally he talked because his wife died right before he yeah. had that special and he was like talking about that and everyone was like is this okay like I'm not sure what this is. I haven't listened to it but I heard it's yeah, really he good. had a rough he had a rough 2016. Yeah, he definitely did. Uh, my number two, uh, Aziz. Aziz Ansari. I love Aziz. He's just like one of those guys where he doesn't do like a lot of depressing, kind of like self-depressing comedy. He does a lot. He's like just like good vibes all the time, like very energetic. Does really good crowd work and Master of None is a great show, which I think he's he's one of those guys. He's kind of like the forefront of where like turning your stand-up into like television, turning your stand-up into movies, which is I think is really cool. He's one of the most relatable guys, like millennial problems too. Even though he's like almost absolutely, he's like thirty five. 
Uh, speaking of young guys, I got John Mulaney up next on my list. He's gonna be in Des Moines this summer. Ooh, yeah. He's very relatable to the to the young white man. Yeah, it's just how he is. He's, he's from he he's very relatable to the young white Midwesterner. Yeah, he's got. He's from Wisconsin. He tells, he tells good stories too. He just he finds a way to. He's make one of those guys. He's like he seems like very innocent. I guess the kind of yeah. vibe he gets. I off. mean, as an as an SNL writer, he did a great job too. He Stefan, him and Bill Hader, good. Yes. He did a lot of other stuff too. I think he wrote for Weekend Update too, but yeah, he had a show called Mulaney that was literally just like that was bad. It I got remember, destroyed. I remember, I remember that show. It got destroyed was, in like um, yeah, I think like less than ten episodes. He got, was he was out of his element on that show. It was not. Good. You're out of your element, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> right, who got number this one? Has nothing to do with Nam. My number one, the 21st century Andy Kaufman. You know I love him very much. Eric Andre. I love Eric Andre. He, literally, like, my top five moments of me, like, laughing the hardest of all time has been Eric Andre. Eric Andre is, like, such a perv. He's not, like, a perv, but he, like, just says things that you're, like, I can't believe he just said that. I have a pretty, like, demented kind of sense of humor. And then, like, just, but his characters on his show are just so funny. That's just, like, the best thing ever. And he just, like, he gets, like, arrested, too, all the time. And it's, just, like, just the best thing ever. He's hilarious, Eric Andre. But he was in Iowa City too. And but apparently, he was on stage for like thirty minutes, and like it was like a thirty dollar ticket. So I was like, good thing I didn't spend money on that. This definitely has to be my all time favorite comedian, Mitch Hedberg, the one liner guy. Kind of like the the popularization of the one liner. So you got Stephen who like gone way too soon. Gone way. What do you know? What age he died? Uh, like. News no later than like twenty eight. We're gonna do some quick research here. I didn't. Yeah, I thought he. He was. He had a pretty big drug problem. He died in. He was like thirty. No, he was like forty something. What? He was thirty seven. Thirty seven, but died he didn't in, really get famous until his mid twenties. Yeah, like yeah. He really didn't have. He didn't have a long career, but he was. He was like a shooting star. He was so famous for a while. And he even commented he didn't do he didn't act a lot. No. He no. commented he commented uh, he said something about he was like they said well can you write and act and he was like that's like a butcher being able to cook and serve the meat I mean it's not fair. He was in three movies. And I remember he did a he did a guest spot on that seventy show. It was yeah. a good one. That's Frank. He was in a movie called Los Enchiladas. Yeah. He. His acting career, he wasn't, he wasn't an actor. He was a stand-up comedian. He was that's an, what he did. He was an almost famous. Yeah, he was. I remember that. I think he was... Uh, yeah, he died of a mix of he cocaine almost, and heroin. He almost lost his leg at one point. That's that's the way to do it if you're going to go on him. But... I love this. Mitch Hedberg's death was formally announced on April 1st, 2005, leading to many beliefs. It was an April Fool's Day joke. It was not, people. No, that was yeah. Let's move on. I'm getting sad. Yeah, getting depressed. Okay. So we're gonna lighten up a little bit. This is the first time we're gonna like do kind of like other stuff besides like kind of like pop culture related and sports related and kind of like lifestyle related. But we're gonna talk. We're branching out, people. Jacob gave me this great idea about how we should talk about Tinder on the show. I love this idea, and I I went just gonna roll with it. So, we're going to give our best advice for young Tinderers, like freshmen, sophomore, well, we're still sophomores, like freshmen in college. I think this is an awesome idea. I'm really excited. 
Because mm. I really, I feel like I, I have the worst experiences. I think someone needs to give me some advice first. <laughs> <laughs> but I can try. I can try my best, people. Say like, please call in and give us advice, and then we will reciprocate your advice on our show. Don't necessarily listen to me. Yeah, we're we're pretty unqualified. We're gonna try anyway. Was, I've actually never met. I've actually sorry. I've never met anybody I've ever matched with on Tinder. I've never met them face to face. Never. I have a couple times. What about you? A couple times? More than two? A couple times. More than two? Twice. Twice? Neither time did it go well. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't need to be. Was it just like a discussed. was it just like a hookup scenario or like a uh, we didn't neither times we hooked up or anything okay. like that. Yeah, okay. No, yeah, I've never met anybody. I've never like met face to face. I've been way too scared to do it. So we're gonna give you guys advice. This is kind of advice to ourselves, I guess. Yeah, right. M- more, my advice that I wrote down is more like kind of advice to uh, kind of like set up your account so you get a lot of matches. Okay. Mine's more. Once we get to like you get matched, my advice stops. I'm more of a philosophical kind of. Guy. Okay. 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 So we got like the nuts and bolts, and we got like the the, the more existential part of it. Okay. So the first one that I advised. Give some advice for the best people. Okay. This is so sound, all these are gonna sound so goddamn cliche. My 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 top one is be different from everybody else, right? That's what your mom says. Be different. That's gonna be mine. That's gonna be yours. Yeah. Everyone just like I don't know on Tinder. You're just like wow. It's true though. You're like basic, basic, basic. Dude's cracking open, <laughs> cracking open an RNP. Basic, 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 basic. I'm like God. Have some spontaneity in your Tinder. Come on, so be a little different. Make your bio a little, a little something about you, a little something that stands out. Make your pictures stand out. I think my, I think my Tinder bio right now, on fleek, it's pretty good. Let's hear it. You want my Tinder bio? Yeah. My Tinder bio. Let's see. I know it's something like, because it gives someone about like something about who I am and like things I like, but it's also kind of like, oh, I'm going the wrong one. My Tinder bio is pretty good. I got Skeffington's former Corville, University of Iowa, so they know where I'm at, less than a mile away. I wrote your fake, your neighborhood fake hipster who wears bike, who bikes and drinks Lacroix, and then, and then it says it's always sunny in Iowa City. So they know I'm kind of like a little hip. I'm not like a basic dude. I'm not like your basic frat dude who's like getting messed up on the weekends. I'm just like right. I like to ride bikes. I drink Lacroix. Oh, I had a little Croy at home. I forgot to bring. God damn it. Uh, and then, oh, I like it. It's always sunny. And then I have, like, I got my top Spotify artists. Because for me, at least, I like to know what women listen to. Right. Like, it's the music important. the music thing is, like, a huge thing for me. Like, if they're just, like, oh, I thought that was mine. It's going to be the same picture. No, I don't. That's not my one. So you have one. You have a picture with you with a gun. Yeah, that gets to my point. You gotta find yourself a niche market. Yeah, yeah. You can't please everybody. Yeah, my you niche. You can't please everybody. Mine seems to be appealing to a lower class of women. <laughs> I have pictures of me with the shovel and you, my friends. You doing yard work. Is that me or is that Meeks? It's Meeks. It's you. Shout out Meeks fame. You told me. Anyway, I got a picture of me with, with an sh- AR-15. AR-15 with shades on. And aviator glasses on. Is that all you have? And then... What's your bio? My bio is a reference to a terrible movie. What is Joe it? Joe Dirt. Life's <laughs> a Garden. Dig it. I actually came across oh, a girl with boy. this with this bio, and I was so sad we didn't match because it would have been perfect. Yeah, you see like but, a girl who's like, who like 
who likes it's always sunny, but then you're like, she's like way out of my league, or like I'm way out of her yeah, league, and you're like, eh, like you're probably a pretty cool person to talk to in real life, but like, but that's a big key is finding your market. Yeah. Finding what you want. And my pictures are like literally two of them are me in bathrooms, like taking selfies. One of them is me with the lead singer of Vampire Weekend. So like if they knew which leads in my second point, is like when you're when if you do want to talk to somebody on Tinder, it's gotta be like in reference to their bio or like a picture. Because you gotta like start, you gotta connect a little bit. You can't Absolutely. be like you can't just throw out that hey. That's weak. That's amateur. One time I came across this girl. The picture of a monkey. <laughs> she's her picture is her and a monkey. Her monkey, or like her, it's her monkey. Her, I think pet, she, her pet monkey. I don't think so. I think she was at like a zoo or something. But we matched, and I messaged her and said, "Hey, nice monkey," and she unmatched me. What? <laughs> That's rude. But I would do it all over again. Yeah. Going a little tender right now. Yeah, okay, we're not doing this right here. This is... Tinder just makes me sad. I mean, it's like, I need a real woman in my life. My likes. Like, not some fake internet woman. I went on a likes brew last night. You went on a likes brew? Swipe right, 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 Is it likes now, or is it still swipe right? Well, swipe yeah, right. Okay. So, yeah, uh, what else advice do I have? Yeah, never say hey. That's weak. Don't say hey. If you're, you, know, you gotta be like, yo, girl. No, don't say yo, girl. Be like... You, usually, the thing I do is you kind of... You, it sounds really weird, but you keep asking them questions, so that keeps the conversation going on longer. That's kind of like how you stay on the line with like a serial killer or something. Why would you ever be on? Why would you ever be? Calling, I don't know. It's just came, it's be, just came to my mind. I was blanking. Why would you ever be calling a serial killer? Why would you ever be on the phone with a serial? What is this? Like? I, don't know, I was on a Reddit page the other day of uh, like not creepiest nine one one calls people have done, like operators and stuff. Oh, okay. I don't know. That's what made me think of it. I have another good one, which I think is really. It, but, like, I think it's really crucial. Never put any... This applies for men and women. Do not put any pictures of you with a friend who you think is better looking than you. All my friends are better looking than me, except you. That's why you're my top picture. Good lord. All right, whatever. That's why you're not in any of my pictures. I don't want you to overshadow <laughs> me. But, like, I see this all the time, especially... Well, I mean, obviously I'm not looking at men on Tinder, but... Especially with, like, women. I'm, like... It's, like, them and, like, five other girls. And they're just, like, the worst looking at them. I know that sounds so shallow, but, like, they're just, like... I'm, like, why would you do that? Why would you do that to yourself? You're not helping your cause. Exactly, right. You're not helping your cause. It's, like... Because that person who's, like, looking at those photos is going to be thinking about those four other girls or whoever is in that picture more than you. That don't happen. Just rely on, like, the pure selfies. Talk about Tinder's making me sad now. It's a sad podcast. This is not sad. This is this is enlightening to the listener. Okay. Don't put any pictures of you with your better looking friends. Because or the other person will get jealous or, and want to find them. Or have you ever used the recommend to a friend? I did. Who did you do? Not. I didn't do it. I did it facetiously. Oh okay. I've done it facetiously. I've never done it realistically to have someone hook up. You're like this woman would be perfect for so and so. No, I've done it. Rudely, facetiously, but I've never done it for real. Would <laughs> you? That's not. Be different. What is the another real thing is like people always put their heights in their bios, which it matters to some people. It matters to me to a certain point. Like if a woman's taller than me, that freaks me out. Like I'm, you're pretty tall. I'm six three. Like if you're taller than me, that that's a little that's a little odd. That for me, I'm on the flip side. 
You're on the flip side. I love a tall girl. You love a tall girl. I hope a girl's taller than me. Really? What if I'm only like... five ten, five five ten eleven. Yeah, you're about your average height. I want a tall girl. You want a tall girl in your life? Okay. All right. So today we're gonna move on from that. Jacob's getting too depressed. I feel sad. So I don't, we were we were debating about doing this new segment called Today in History, and we're not really much of a debate. You just kind of added it. Yeah, but I, I I'm thinking about putting it in. All right. I'm thinking about putting it in. Maybe every time. So Today in History is the thing where we're gonna pick a topic. We're picking an event, birthday in history on the day we're recording this, and um, just trying to talk about it. So today in history, the two tough things we talked about. Today in history, Elvis Presley was drafted by the Army in 1958. And Arlie Ermey was born. You don't know who Arlie Ermey is? You know who Arlie Ermey is. I'm sure I do. He was the guy, he's the, the sergeant in Full Metal Jacket. Oh, that guy. Have you seen Sammy Silverman? I have. He's the coach. The coach, yeah. yeah. that's Arlie Ermey. Yeah. So, we're going to go over, since it's kind of got like an Army theme going, we're going to go over our top five celebrities politicians, pop culture figures, who, if they were the sergeant of the platoon, we would sign up for the army. And I would not pick, first off, I would never pick Arlie Ermey. That dude is a psychopath. He scares me. If you've seen Psycho, if you've seen Psycho, if you've seen Full Metal Jacket, which is an awesome movie, my favorite war movie. It's not light watching. <laughs> that is 100% <laughs> true. It's not a light watching. It's like it's like one of those sausage party Reviews. It was like, this is not for kids. <laughs> this animated movie is not for kids. Full Metal Jacket, not for kids. Not for kids. The guy from uh, Law and Order Criminal Intense in it, though. That plays Gilmer Pyle. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's in it. All right. So we're going to go over our top five celebrities who, if they were sergeant, we joined the platoon. My top, my number five, Dave Grohl. Drummer of Nirvana yeah. and singer of Food Fighters. I think that'd be cool. Dave Grohl's kind of like one of those guys where it's like, I wish he was my dad. Like, if George wasn't my dad, and Virgil wasn't my dad, Dave Grohl would be number Dave three. Grohl's alright. Dave Grohl's awesome, man. That'd be, you'd be listening to some killer music, and, like, you'd just... I feel like he'd be kind of intense, but he'd just be, like... He'd be pretty... He'd be, be a fun guy. Dave Grohl. All the way. Speaking of fun guys, starting off my list with the legendary Bill Walton. Bill Walton's the chillest... Is the chillest, so you're, weirdest you, dude. Are you going for more, like, a... Chill platoon vibe? Or are you going yeah. for more like a... I kind of like mixed mine. Mine's pretty... I did, I did too. I threw in some other stuff. But, yeah, yeah. But Walton's like a chill guy. Like, I could listen to him. Yeah. He's like seven feet tall. He can intimidate some people. But I feel like he's very anti-war, though. He is. He would have to be, like, drafted. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Drafted. I don't really take that into consideration. Oh, that's good. Drafted, like, because he was an NBA star. I get it. Okay. My number four... Stanley Kubrick. Interesting pick, right? I got justification. You wait. Um, Stanley Kubrick, so meticulous with his films. It's very, like, on top of it. He's in what we in the film community call an auteur. <laughs> As Jacob rolls his eyes at me. I feel like he'd take the same approach to war. And I feel like I would never die in his platoon. You feel? You dig? Yeah. I mean, some of the greatest, some of the greatest generals of all time killed a bunch of people. Had their people killed. Uh, what's his name? General Patton. Yeah, but like, he's he's not a general. 
Yeah. He's a sergeant. He's like, I do my I do my training with him. I'm like in I'm in like an app and and in Annapolis, Maryland, doing my my training, understand the Kubrick, and then I go into battle. See, I think I got this wrong then. Would I kind of went with like my general. You went with your general? Well, that's fine. Whatever. Too. Anyway, for my drill sergeant general, whatever you want to say, I got Steve Martin next. Steve Martin would be like it's kind of like some. Uh, I feel like he's tougher than people think. Kind of like the stripes, kind of. Uh, yeah, goofy. I feel like he's tougher than people think. I feel like he could mow down some people if he had to. But he also keep things light. He keep it moving. Keep Steve it chipper. Martin, Steve Martin, all around funny guy. That's my. I, I kind of. That's what I did. I kind of did my third one. It's kind of like a chipper guy, which is Mel Brooks. I've been like on a Mel Brooks binge lately. I've been like watching like Spaceballs and like Blazing Saddles. Like eighties Mel Brooks, or like now Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks is like ninety now. I'm exactly. Ta- I'm talking like Vietnam War. Like Mel okay. Brooks is my is my my sergeant. I'm not talking like <laughs> now. I'm going <laughs> to Afghanistan. And, and Mel Brooks is ninety year old. He's just like, all right, here we go. No, but he, I actually, he was actually in the army during World War Two. He's assigned to the Battle of the Bulge. Yeah, I mean that was different, different times. People were drafted, but like, imagine Mel Brooks just like, hey, hey, <laughs> <laughs> like in like the Battle of the Bulge. Like, let's keep it like he's one of those guys. Like, just keep it light, keep it light. My next pick is. I gotta start by saying I'm a huge Packers fan. I would follow Aaron Rodgers into battle. I think the guy, he's calm, he's cool, he's tough, he's smart. I think Aaron Rodgers knows how to fire a gun. Well, probably. I mean, he's from California. I think he knows how to properly load and shoot a weapon. He's from California. He's a California kid, but he's been living in the Midwest long enough. I assume he can shoot a gun. Yeah, he's kind of gone through those kind of like country, kind of like redneck phases. He's he's a Wisconsin yeah, guy now, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Alright, my number two, Angela Merkel. Angela Merkel, as Jacob rolls his eyes. I feel like he's kind of like one of those Stanley Kubrick. She's kind of one of those Stanley Kubrick kind of characters where, like, she's this person who stands for, like, no nonsense politically and, like, on the battlefield. She took some nonsense last week. I'm talking about the past. There's been a lot of nonsense going on in the last <laughs> six months, but pre 2016, Angela Merkel. I still think she's a very strong leader now. She leads one of the strongest nations in the of world. Course. She's a very no-nonsense. I feel like through her guidance and through her skill, I would never die on the battlefield. My Actually, my list is more like aimed toward how do I not die and how do I keep it light? Because that's not all about. If I get drafted, I'm like, how? what's the highest probability of me not being dead at the end of this? Thing? I said it's usually that to be pretty high on my list, too. Yeah. I think that'd be high on anyone's list who ever joins the army. They're like, Sarge, how do I not die? My boy Bill Clinton is my next pick. I would do anything Bill Clinton said. I feel like ever. Bill Clinton would be kind of a goof on the battlefield. All right, man. I, I, I wouldn't do like a Matthew McConaughey kind of thing. I can't do a Bill Clinton. Do a Bill Clinton impression for me. Would you want me to like say... What is like one of his... I'm not going to do like his favorite. Like a, <laughs> I did not have sexual I relations with that woman. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Apparently there's like really great videos of him like screaming at hecklers. That's amazing. He's from Arkansas. Bill Clinton, Clinton awesome. is a god. Did he? He was not in the army. No. Hope Arkansas. Nope, he did not serve in the wait Vietnam War. He was actually a Vietnam protester. So. Ooh, maybe was he a draft dodger? Is that what I'm saying? 
See, this is why we got. This is why I should do more research. Exactly, Jacob. Do you fucking research? I'm gonna strangle you. Yeah, it's like I wouldn't have like Muhammad Ali be my. No, I would still follow Oakland. Yeah. Okay. My number one. I kind of started this out of the blue, but like Andrew WK. You know who that is? He's like one of those. He's he's like guy. I wish I had your picture of him. You know who he is? He's that guy who's like. He's like the party guy. He's got really long hair. And he's like, he's like that party hard guy. Uh, this guy. Sure. You know who that is. Yeah. He's a nut job, and I feel like he, he's kind of like the kamikaze of, again, I feel like he'd be one of those guys where like, it'd be kind of, it'd be kind of fun to be in, in battle with him. More like it'd be kind of fun to be in Splatoon. See, like he'd, he'd, he'd be kind of hardcore, but he'd also be like really crazy and relaxed, you know? That's how I feel about my next, my last pick, Dax Shepard. Dax Shepard. I feel like he's capable of some messed up things. Da- yeah, Dax Shepard's one of those guys where like, he could literally turn at any second. But like, I feel like he'd be a cool guy, though. He seems like a cool guy. He was just on... I'm not plugging the new Chips movie, by the way. <laughs> you heard it here first. Jacob likes Dax Shepard, Dax Shepard, but he's not plugging Chips. I don't know if I like any Dax Shepard's movies. But I think he's funny. No, yeah, he makes garbage films. But he's a really cool. He's like, if you ever see, if you ever seen him in like interviews, he's like really funny. And he's married to Kristen. He was Bell. cool enough to get married to Kristen Bell. Right, so he's yeah. doing something right. Yeah, he apparently he's like a swinger too. Good for him. Good for him. Not a lot of them are doing that. Um, that was your last one, right? Yes, sir. All right, let's get to this high five because we're running a little quick on time. All right, we'll blast this real fast. Our high five for this week: UCLA, Kentucky. Who do you got? Sweet 16 game. Uh, yeah, Sweet 16 game to go to the Elite Eight today. Go. Tough one. Kentucky plays better defense, but UCLA can score on anybody. Give me UCLA. No. UCLA. I have Kentucky. This is definitely one of the hardest games we picked all year, I believe. But every time I pick Kentucky, I've been right. So, Kentucky. Oklahoma City, Thunder at Houston Rockets. Go. What do you got? Houston Rockets. Houston Rockets. Much too. better team. I have them at home. Harden's on a roll. A couple, couple 40-point games in a row. We agree on that one, Houston. Cleveland at San Antonio. A lot of really great NBA games this weekend. Cleveland at San Antonio. Give me the Cavs. Give the Cavs? Give me LeBron every time. LeBron every time. Every time I pick San Antonio, haven't proved me wrong, I'm going to San Antonio at home. The Fortress, the Claw, taking him down. Rematch of 2013 finals? 14 finals? Time 2014. is... Time is a linear. 2014. Time is... A flat surface, so I had no idea. I know we're on a little time, but I gotta tell you something. What's up? You know, in uh, uh, Bleacher Report compiled a bunch of like all those advanced metrics and stuff. They have Kawhi Leonard ranked as the 96th best defender in the league this year. What? They the San Antonio defense is actually much better with Kawhi Leonard not on the floor. I'd imagine so. It's much better with him not on the floor. Yeah, he kind of started off as like a defensive player, but then he's like he's more still a great up. defensive yeah, player. Yeah, no, yeah. But his offense is. It's Got that's what that's what's made him into a superstar. Um, we got some World Cup qualifiers this weekend too. Panama versus the good old U.S. of A. What am I gonna not pick USA? Come on. I mean, you could. I won't do that. You got the U.S. Yeah. I got the U.S. too. Who do you got goals from? <laughs> I don't know. Landon Donovan. <laughs> Just kidding. What a joker! What a joker! I got goals from the Golden Kid, Christian Pulisic. Is that that 20-year-old or whatever? He's like 18. Dang. DeAndre Hedlund, is he still on the team? I don't think he got called up this match. Dang. Think about that. Christian Pulisic is 18. We're 19. 
he's literally like making millions of dollars playing in another country and like who does he play for? Pittsburgh Bruce Dortmund. Oh, that'll do it. <laughs> that'll do it for you. All right. Uh, final game. Uh, this game is on Monday, I believe. Golden State at Houston. Very tough game. Am I gonna pick Houston again? I am. You're gonna pick Houston again? I was very close to picking Houston again, but come through for me. I'm gonna pick Golden State. Golden State's kind of the. I I feel bad saying this. I hate Golden State. I hate every Golden State fan. I hate teams who are like everyone's in the shadows when they suck, and then they're like all of a sudden they're good. Everyone's like, oh, and they're just like they're so like. Shout out Tony Roach. I know you're (laughs) there. I'm a Knicks fan. They've been garbage forever. I stick by them every year, every time. You never see when when, when the Cubs were sucking these last like six years. You never saw anyone. I mean, Cubs fans are loyal, but all these like Cubs fans emerged from like the the roots, and were just like there are some loyal Cubs fans. There are loyal Cubs fans. I mean, there's loyal fans in everything, but they're just like popping up all over the place. I was like people who I've never even like seen watch a sport. Yeah. I mean, for them, it's more of like a city thing. I understand, right? That, but, but. I'm probably going to get a lot of hate from that, that Cubs bash, but I have a very strong opinion about that, so I just want to say it. So we differed on UCLA, we differed on Cleveland, San Antonio, and Golden State, Houston, so. Dang. Dang. This is a rubber match. We're 1-1-1. One, one, one. one win, one tie, one loss each. So we'll finish off with our would you rather, would you rather have Tommy Laren as your older sister or Richard Simmons as your uncle? Richard Simmons is my uncle, dude. Richard Simmons is a question. He's a weird dude. Richard Simmons is the man. Richard Simmons. I saw like a. But like he's like kind of like he's like like a tabloid about Richard Simmons yesterday. There's a podcast about him. Is he like notable still? He's like the thing now is just like. It's like where is Richard Simmons? Like what has he been up to? He's not even like he shouldn't even be famous. He just made cheesy workout videos. Yeah. He's cool though. Tommy Laren, I feel like she'd have guys over all the time. He's 68, oh my god. Tommy Laren, I just couldn't have her as my sister. But I feel like Richard's... This is a, I, for me, this is tougher than I think it is because... Of, dude, that's what that was? That's annoying. That's not funny. <laughs> On hiatus. But I feel like he's one of those guys, like, if he was your uncle, you'd be like, we get it, Richard. You were famous in the 80s, we get it. Yeah, but how much, is he, how much money does he have? Look it up. Not say his personal. Look up Richard Simmons' net worth. Let's see how much Richard Simmons is worth. I bet you it's more than you think. Hundred million dollars. Watch. Fifteen. Okay. <laughs> okay. That is that was under of what I was expecting. Yeah, my actual expect expectation is about fifty. You thought Richard Simmons would make a hundred million dollars? No, I was just being flamboyant. <laughs> being Richard, flamboyant. Richard Simmons is my pick, though, for sure. Yeah. I'm going to go with Richard Simmons, too, just because I wouldn't have to see him on that much of a basis, but I feel like every time I'd see him, I'd just be like, oh, my God, it's that uncle I hate. Like, he's just talking all the time. He's, just, like, very upfront about his wealth, and he's very braggy about his he's wealth. He's almost 70 now. I mean, he's probably settled down. Maybe, man. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, shoot. We're a little tired. Recording this on Friday morning. We usually caught it on Thursday night, but we had some technical issues last night, so... Alright. That's what we got for today. That's what we got for this week. Uh, We'll see you next week for week five. We'll get this out to you today. Probably around one or noon. Oh boy. Let's just end this now. This is quietly snowballing into just garbage. Okay.
We'll see you guys next week on the PK and Dandies. <laughs>